Hello, and welcome to the Harvard Kennedy School PolicyCast, an ongoing conversation about public policy, governance, and global issues. I'm your host, Matt Cadwallader, and joining us today is Republican media strategist and a veteran of many campaigns, Alex Castellanos. Alex is here as part of the Shorenstein Center's 2012 Presidential Campaign Speaker Series. Alex, welcome to the PolicyCast. Oh, so good to be here, Matt. So... After Bill Clinton's speech at the Democratic National Convention, uh, a clip of you on CNN kind of made the rounds on the internet. Of you, you said, "quote This will be the moment that probably reelected Barack Obama." So now, putting aside the merits of the speech, uh, do regular voters actually watch these conventions? Do independents watch them? And if not, how do they impact what's going on in, in voters' minds? Well, you know, that good question. And um, usually the bases watch their own convention. It's like if you're a Dallas Cowboy fan, you're going to watch the Dallas Cowboys and you're going to root for them. You get very few undecided voters. But Bill Clinton didn't just give Barack Obama an endorsement. He gave him a campaign plan. Bill Clinton uh, not only did the laying on of hands, he embraced Barack Obama and brought him back toward the middle of the political spectrum. And how's that communicated? Well, guess what the Obama campaign did in swing states uh, right after that convention? They put up two, not one, Bill Clinton ads in those swing states using bites from the convention. So a moment like that may be just the pebble in the pond, but the pebble has ripples. And the Bill Clinton moment is still the best moment of Barack Obama's campaign. So you mentioned those ads that they put up. Um, a Wesleyan Media Project analysis showed that um, the, I guess, bump in the polls that has happened since the Democratic Convention, National Convention, uh, was actually a result of ads that Obama was running as opposed to the conventions themselves. Yeah, and again, I think I think the first two ads coming out of the convention were Clinton ads, based on that moment, and uh, so yes, I th I think the the Obama campaign is very smart. They seized that opportunity and they leveraged it uh, with their with their paid advertising. Uh, but Clinton's been out there on the campaign trail too. Look, Obama has gone left of Clinton. That's why a Clinton endorsement is valuable to Barack Obama. You know, the new Democrat, Bill Clinton, said the Arab big government's over. Barack Obama, he's kind of the big government guy. Bill Clinton makes Obama safe. And if you're an independent, undecided swing voter out there, Bill Clinton makes keeping Barack Obama president safe. And that's a valuable thing. So you are, by description, a media strategist. What does that mean in a campaign? What, what is your role? What are you doing for a candidate? My job in a campaign is to find the biggest, truest, most important thing and elevate it and take it to a, an emotional level. My job is to help candidates lead the country to whatever's next. So, you know, the job of, uh, of spin meister and all of that, it's not what we do. Uh, our job is to find something big and true and bottle it in a persuasive way. Voters get so much information these days that you can't 
sell them anything that isn't true and won't resonate with their reality. And you wouldn't want to do that anyway. Why go through all this in politics for something you you can't believe in? So uh, right now, like I said, uh, the president has experienced something of a bump in the polls from his advertising. Now, you worked for Mitt Romney in his 2008 political uh, or presidential mm-hmm. run. I made him I made him the repeat offender he is. <laughs> so can you tell me a little bit about what's going on with the Romney campaign and you know what their what's the atmosphere like you know across the Charles in in their headquarters? You know it's a it's a little hard for me to say because I've uh, you know I'm I'm out to pasture these days. I've left that to the next generation of uh, of uh, consultants there's, but it's uh there's been a lot of uh yeah. of talk about you know whether they're running the campaign right or whether they have the right message do you think one of those is uh more accurate you know i think the first part of this campaign the primaries mitt romney consolidated his base won the primaries got the republican party second part of this campaign the convention we got to meet mitt romney he was introduced to the country and the family and who he is as a person. What we haven't seen yet is where Mitt Romney would lead the country. We don't have a real sense of his agenda. What would be different the next four years? Even though the campaign, I think, has made some, some efforts in that direction. Um, and until we do that, you know, a president's job is to be Moses, is to take you to the promised land. We gotta, we gotta find out where the promised land is here. Obama hasn't done that. Obama hasn't told us what the next four years would be like, what he would do. But that's Mitt Romney's opportunity. And uh, if he can take advantage of the debates to do that, he has a very good shot of winning this election. If he doesn't, people will, uh, will stay the, in the boat they're in. So, I. Uh one thing that has been a big factor in this election that really started in 2010, but uh, they've had their coming out party where are super PACs, which are uh, political action committees which can accept essentially unlimited donations. Right. Um, how have they, have they been having the effect that um, all the chatter uh, seems to indicate? I once uh, talked to a very smart advertising guy named Marty Pierce who said, the amazing thing about most trends is that they don't happen. And I think super PACs are a little like this. They have changed the landscape some, and that's, uh, I think, in this way. It used to be your team against their team. And now it's your teams against their teams. In a way, it's almost like football. Uh, you have the campaign is, is your offense, but the super PACs are the defense, you know, completely different teams and players and coaches. They all want to win the same game, but it's a, it's a division of responsibilities. It's made the campaigns more complicated. Uh, it's made it difficult to coordinate. I don't think the Republican super PACs have helped Mitt Romney uh, as much as a lot of people originally thought. They've spent a lot of advertising dollars telling people the economy sucks and Barack Obama's doing a bad job. Guess what? Most of America thinks the economy sucks and Barack Obama hasn't really turned things around. If you tell people what they already know, they stay where they already are. 
So, and Barack Obama, the super PACs haven't been as important because he's moved money into his campaign as opposed to the super PACs. He's really just starting to fund his super PACs now. One thing I've noticed is, I think you touched on this, was super PAC ads tend negative. Mm-hmm. Now, why is that? Why? You said they were defensive. Does defensive necessarily defensive mean Defensive means breaking the other guy's legs, I think. The... Uh, <laughs> You'd want your campaign, you know, your campaign has the asset of the candidate who can talk, who can say things, who can get on TV spots. In other words, do the, do the love and uh, loving and the hugging. Uh, your super PAC doesn't have that. They don't have access to the candidate. They don't have access to footage. And so the, and plus, if, uh, you know, it's like you're uh, having Vito the hitman on your, on your team you let him do the dirty work and uh, the uh, you know the head of the mob keeps his hands clean so i uh, a lot of these ads are running and taking up entire ad blocks in uh, swing states especially like but wallpaper all, yeah. all over the place do they have the same effect once that starts happening at some point all the bright colors that used to get your attention just become wallpaper and we're getting to the point now where, with a month to go, pretty soon the ads will be uh, will lose their impact. Uh, they're of diminishing value now. And uh, people start watching the messenger instead of the message. And uh, so, yeah. And, you know, it's hard for ads to make a huge difference in presidential races anyway. They do especially early when they were painting on a blank canvas. But now Obama's canvas is, is pretty much filled in, and Romney's doesn't have much space left. So it's going to be very tough for things to change, uh, especially because of TV ads. So we've got 40-odd days uh, till the election. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think is going to happen? We have the debates. Are there any other things that we can anticipate? Well, the debates are big moments, but you know, again, we know a lot about these candidates. There's not a lot of room left to define them. Uh, it, it, even if there's a minor gaffe, we still, it's hard to imagine it's going to change a lot of our understanding of who these men really are at this point. Um, so it may be that a lot of this now is tactical. Barack Obama, you know, he has to go sit on a couple of states where he has a lead now. And he looks like he's going to be able to outspend Romney in Ohio, outspend Romney in Florida, outspend Romney in, uh, in Virginia. And he doesn't have to change things. All he has to do is keep things from changing. And you can do that just by noise, having putting up enough wallpaper that nobody learns anything. So I think right now you'd have to give a slight advantage to Obama what you know does that mean the world can't turn on a dime well we've seen it change haven't we all it takes uh, you know a problem a world away can end up on our doorstep in a moment but it's uh, the campaign itself um the cement's beginning to set well on that note alex Cassianos, thank you so much for being on the policy cast hey good to be here anytime You've been listening to PolicyCast, a production of Harvard Kennedy School. More information can be found at hkspolicycast.org.